And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on Today's Experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, God had given. To start with, when God gives something, he's not cheap about it. God gives graciously. Let's all stop thinking that God is a cheapskate. Second, he gives us gifts. Special graces, natural and supernatural developments in our lives. The greatest 20th century evangelist grew in his gifting. Let's get over that. But the giftings are for other people. They're not badges of honor, but calls to service. What is your gift? How are you using your gift? Next, there is an Old Testament and a New Testament. It is the same God from both. But in the New Testament, for us not to ruin it like we did on the first one, God took both sides of the agreement and accomplished them. That's another reason why Jesus became a man, so that both sides could be covered. But there are many gold nuggets and teachings in the Old Testament we'll review. And finally, do we get fascinated by God's instrument, especially the people God uses to further his kingdom's work? Unfortunately, some people get too fascinated. After all, it's not the tool or the vessel that owns the power. It's God and God alone. So let's just stay fascinated with him. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oive. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. David at he must increase.org. You can text us live during the show. 214 210 That's 214 210 Or you can call us during the show. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you end up talking to Captain Chris. Let me tell you what that's like. Ready? Get ready. That's like finishing the day and then thinking to yourself, that was a good day. Wow! And then you will be... Those, those are two really good ones, I thought, that you got today. You got the dart, and then you got the... Come on, that's good. What do you think? I was going to call myself. Yeah. <laughs> Leave yourself a message. <laughs>
All right, bottom line, maybe you have a thought, opinion, a comment, a question. You're welcome to reach out to us. It's not a kvetch fest, which we explain quite a bit. The reason is because there's many places for you to share and for some of that disappointment to be able to be ministered to. I don't disagree with that. I think that's fantastic. We're just not really equipped all that well for that. What we're equipped to do is just to encourage one another as we see the day approaching So that's the attitude we take. We take what the Lord has given us, and we use it the best we can to honor him the most that we can. And that's what all of us are trying to do. So you might have that prayer request and bring it up, and we'll share it and help each other carry the burden. You might have that praise report, something the Lord has done, an answer to prayer, anything along those lines. You might have an answer to a trivia question. Oh, this is a tough one to start with. Who was the mother of Timothy, the young protege of Paul? Who was the mother? So he had a grandmother that was mentioned and a mother. Who was the mother? Here is your big hint. Ready? This is your only hint you're going to get. On the female side of things, think kind of like television superheroes like Superman. Who would be hanging out with Superman? Try and think along those lines. What what name might that be that's hanging out with soup? That's all you got. That's a good hint. Is that a good hint? All right. Oh, that was a good uh, If you think you know the answer, <laughs> Superman's friend. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at org. So we're looking for Timothy's mom. What's her name? I just want to say, Ginny gave the entire name, not the first name, which is the funniest thing ever, you know? So who's the gal that hung out with soup? That's the That's what we're looking for. Let me know if you can come up to that one. In the meantime, let's pray for the United States and for Ukraine at the same time. Here we come before the Lord. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We just ask you for your grace and your mercy upon our nation that seems to be so divided. Lord, the most important thing, the most powerful element is that you can pour your spirit into our leaders. They seem so devoid of your spirit. We are pleading with you to move upon them in your power and in your anointing to bring wisdom to this nation. And we also pray for the peace in Ukraine and that there would be a full gospel explosion there continually. We'll keep praying and believing and hoping that miraculous things will take place. We lift them up before you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, we've got a lot of people who are getting a little confused, so I'm going to have to help out. Uh, In the trivia question, Okay. The question straight out was, who was the mother of Timothy? So Timothy had a mom and a grandmother. Then the hint, I've created more problems with my hint. The hint is a gal who hung out with Superman, but she herself was not a superhero. There you go. Okay. Maybe that will Maybe that will help. If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770 and bail me out. Or you can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Notice the spirit of the show changed when we got through the talking about money and now we're talking about other things. Just like, bam. Isn't that weird? All right, here we go. All right, if nobody calls in, we'll... 
Chris will throw something at the. You do, any, do you ever have any? Do you have anything to throw? What do you have? I got one of your brochures, but I don't have a rock to tie it to. So. <laughs> That's very thoughtful, though. <laughs> Thank you. See, that's a plug for brochures. Anyway, uh, or rocks, one of the two. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10, God has given each one of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. All right, I'm going to say this in super, super nice ways. I'm just going to read really, you know, ha, 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 ha. You have a gift. All right? Now, you have a unique gift. You have something that you are able to do in the way that you can do it that nobody else can do it. You think, well, I don't have a gift. Okay. Not only do you have a gift, it was given to you by God and oh, there will be an accountability for it. See, this gift that God gave you, whatever that gift is, maybe it's a word of encouragement, maybe it's uh, writing a poem, maybe it's praying for people, maybe it's just being there, maybe it's being the person that people can talk to because you're reliable. Maybe you're the person that smiles at another person and that makes their day like, like no other. Well, God has given you a gift, and that gift that God has given you is for the purpose of blessing others. I just, I can't stress this enough. God has given us many wonderful things and we get to receive them and enjoy them. But when the Lord gives you a gift, it's for the benefit of somebody else. First Peter 4.10, God has given each of you a gift. You're like, well, didn't give me a gift. Well, then you think God's a liar. What? Well, I'm sorry. Bible believers will believe the Bible. And it says, God has given each of you a gift. <laughs> so that's that, that question's over. And then it says, use them well to serve one another. That's the purpose of the gift. Now, I want to address some people who've been to church. Uh, I have many people that listen to this show uh, who have been to church, and they, in fact, uh, have been hurt in church. And I understand that because I also have been hurt in church. And like I said, I'm going to be talking about the church cult scenario up and coming, so just hang in there. Don't worry. But— even if you've been hurt in a official church setting, ready? You still have a gift, and God still wants you to serve. So you still have to find a place to serve. You don't get to say, well, I was hurt, and so I'm not going to. You can't say that. Because God didn't give you the gift on the condition that you can use it, but only if you never get hurt. He gave you the gift so that you would be a steward of his grace. So you got to use it that way. Is it always easy? <laughs> no. Between no and no, the answer is no. But you got to find a place. And this is, I, I rarely plug my, I think I rarely plug the books, but that, that book on there, Broken for His Glory, that's on our website that's free, that talks about that about knowing that you've been through pain and still recognizing you have to use that gift to glorify the Lord. That's what the book's about. That's why it's called Broken for His Glory. See what I'm saying? All right. We have a trivia question that we have to answer. Okay. The, uh, so what, uh, <laughs> what was the mother of Timothy? And then I ruined the question by giving a hint. 
Uh, and then I said it would be a friend of Superman who was not a a superhero. So just off the top of your head, is that, that's a pretty good one, right? All right. No. <laughs> Chris is going, no, it's not. The answer is Lois. You see, Lois is the mother of Timothy. And then the person we were shooting for in the hint was Lois Lane. See, because Lois Lane and Superman. Does he get following that? Is he, yeah. okay. Yeah, Chris is considering it. <laughs> he's, he's running through the ramifications to determine whether it qualifies or not. But she was a friend of Superman, Lois Lane. I mean, right? I'm leaving now. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? I got this this morning, and uh, and it came from Alice Coleman. And I just want to say, she said it's a praise report to share. So I am assuming it's okay to share since it's a praise report to share. I kind of go with it. And I want to read it, if that's okay. And I just want you to hear how brothers and sisters petition. I mean, petition the Lord. And there's times where God says, yes. Listen to this. And she even writes it uh, beautifully, beautiful job by Alice, by the way. This uh, may seem like a minor issue, but it could have gotten much worse quickly. I'm, fo- I'm fostering Mama Cat and her four kittens until they're ready to go to their forever homes. On Tuesday, I got a bit too close to the Mama Cat, and she swatted my hand. I had a few scratches, so I cleaned them up and applied antibiotics. In just a few hours, I had a swollen hand, red with infection, and it spread beyond my wrist. My doctor had same-day appointments if needed. However, I didn't have my car since it was being repaired. The only thing left was for me to pray for healing for my hand. Isn't that amazing that sometimes you're in the position and the, the, the only thing left to do is call upon God? She writes, as I watched the infection spread over my hand, my hand began to throb. I knew I needed help. I asked God for healing over and over again. On Wednesday, it looked really bad, and I kept asking God for healing. Let me just commend Alice for push, pushing until something happens. About mid-morning on Wednesday, my hand quit throbbing. Then I noticed that the infection was no longer spreading. Later Wednesday, the infection seemed to be getting smaller. By Wednesday evening, it was definitely clearing up. By bedtime, the infection was gone away. Thursday morning, the infection was completely gone. I praise God for healing the infection. It was only by his intervention that my hand was healed. It's amazing that our great and holy father can care so much that he is willing to heal a hand infection of one of his children. I think that's a fantastic testimony. So mega props, mega props to Alice for doing that. Great job. And I hope that was okay that I shared it. And see, the point is you can pray. You can approach the Lord. And the Lord, you know what? He might say no. I like what Troy said. Sometimes God will say no. It's like that's the end of it. You're done. But sometimes he allows you to keep petitioning. And the reason he does is because the more you pursue him, the closer connected to him you become. And more of your genuine, real faith has to emerge. See, if you just asked and God did it every time you just asked one time, it'd be like God would be like a genie. Well, God's not a genie. He's your heavenly father. 
needs to be pursued, wants to have a wonderful relationship with you. And so the more you pursue, the more he gets to spend time with you, which is what he wants in the first place, what he wanted with Adam and Eve. The David Spoon Experience. And if you can't shout you'll have to face a penalty. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where you're going to find out your host got that all wrong. I want everybody to listen to me right now. Wrong. Okay, 2 Timothy chapter 1 Verse 5, I know that you sincerely trust the Lord, for you have faith, the faith of your mother Eunice and your grandmother Lois. I asked the question backwards. I told you I got a lot going on. People don't believe me. It's like, you don't understand what's going on. I got this uh, professor. <laughs> My own professor was like, don't get too far ahead. He said, what? he goes, what are you working on? I wrote, what am I working on? I'm on I'm on week three. He's like, this is day one. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> see, 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 see what happens. Okay. So that's my fault. I'm wrong. Everybody understand. And by the way, you know who caught that first? Captain Chris. Captain Chris caught it first for all those people listening going, well, was that right? Was that right? No, it wasn't right. I should have said, who was Timothy's grandmother? And then said she was a friend to Superman. See, that's I got that wrong. And 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5 is the reference point. And so I'm acknowledging that I got that wrong. And if I'm you guys, I would really check on everything else I do the rest of this show. Because <laughs> I am not that surprised. I, I already texted Noel saying, help, <laughs> right? All right, there we go. Here's your next trivia question. The jokes are good. You know, you got to have something. The oh, Here we go. Here's your next trivia question. Jesus gave the name, the Sons of Thunder, to which two apostle brothers? Okay? And by the way, that's pronounced Bonergis, just in case you're wondering. The Sons of Thunder, Bonergis. Bonergis. Who did he give that title to? Which two brothers who were apostles? That's the question. I'm asking straightforward. Uh, I can't give you any hints because my hints are obviously very misleading. Hello. Uh, the, if you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at he must org. There you go. Boy, it really is. It's, uh, I got a lot going on. <laughs> Folks, I just want to tell you, in the next two weeks, if we get through these shows and you don't hear this thumping sound, which is me hitting my head against the table, then you, you should consider it a mass success. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Lois was the grandmother. Eunice was the mother. I should have remembered that. But then the Lois Lane thing, just I ruined it for everybody with that. It was a good hint for Lois. It was a good hint for Lois, right? I had people writing in Lois Lane, right? But she was the grandma. Okay, fine. There we go. Ready for these jokes? These are uh, these are quickies. They're very very fast. Uh, one's from a kid. One's from a pastor. One's from a sign on a Catholic church, and then one uh, is uh, uh, just a multi-denomination. Right? All right, here we go. 
Um, okay, out of the mouth of, of uh, God's kids. A small boy told a Sunday school teacher, when you die, God takes care of you like your parents did when you were alive. Only God doesn't yell at you all the time. <laughs> Not bad. All right. uh, this, is, this is really funny. A pastor was speaking to a group of second graders about the resurrection of Jesus when one student asked, what did Jesus say right after Lazarus came out of the grave? The pastor explained that the Gospels do not tell us what he said. A hand of one little girl shot up, and she said, I know. And the pastor said, what is it? She said, (laughs) (laughs) ta-da! Come on, (laughs) ta-da! Uh, this is a sign on the wall outside of a Maryland uh, convent. Trespassers will be persecuted to the full extent of the law. The Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> and then I really like this one's my favorite message on the outside of Faith Temple Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We welcome all denominations: one, five, ten, twenty, fifty, and hundreds. <laughs> ah, waka waka. <laughs> that was, those were good. <laughs> Those were good ones. All right. Uh, the trivia question. <laughs> Jesus gave the name the Sons of Thunder to which brothers of the 12? Uh, there's two. There's a couple sets of brothers. Which two? Sons of Thunder, which is uh, technically in the uh, in the Greek is Bonergis. Bonergis. They say make an emphasis on the nerge. It's like, really? Okay. I guess that's important. Uh, again, if you think you know, 972-445-0770, text in 214-210-8483, or send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. Okay, I want to take this moment to talk about this next text. This is an interesting, I think it's a really good portion. Luke chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. On the Sabbath, while Jesus was going through the grain fields, his disciples plucked and ate some heads of grain, rubbing them with their hands. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him? So here's a fascinating portion because you find both covenants right here. You have the new covenant and we've got the old covenant. It's not a different God. I wish people would, you know, oh, God acted differently in the Old Testament. No, in the old covenant, we messed it up. I want to give props to Steve. He brought that up a couple, I think a month ago or something. But mankind messed it up. So in the new covenant, even in the old covenant, the one with Abraham, God covered both sides. But the law one, man messed up. So in the new one, God just had to cover both sides. That's why Jesus became a man. That's one of the big elements there. So it's important to understand that we are not in the old covenant. We're in the new covenant. But there is so much in the old that is so unbelievably powerful that Jesus says to the Pharisees, have you not read? And so that statement tells you that Jesus is telling us, hey, hey, hey. There is a lot in the Psalms, in the Torah, in the prophets that you need to know. In fact, when Jesus resisted Satan, he quoted Deuteronomy the entire time. It's like, that. that there you go. It's there. But you got to dig. You got to look. You got to read. And so Romans 15, 4 says, whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction. Oh, so we can learn. That through endurance and through the encouragement of Scripture, we might have hope. God didn't write the Old Testament to bum you out. 
Hey, let's write the Old Testament just to really irritate people. Oh, that's fun. He did it to encourage us through the scriptures. There's so much richness in there. And I, I gravitate towards the new, but I make sure I spend a, a, a decent amount of time in the old because it says so much. And God communicates his love so well. Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? All right, let's hope this goes well. Let's send them on through. Ding, ding, this is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, Doc, David, this is Paul Bolt. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, brother. How are you? Hey, you would. I am blessed beyond measure. Amen. Amen, I, I was, brother. I was, praying, I was praying this morning. I told the Lord, hey, I just want to thank you, Lord, for everything you've ever done for me. And we got a good, unique relationship. The Lord responded to me and said, you ain't got time, boy. <laughs> I love it. You ain't got time to thank me that much. Get to work. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I got the answer, bro. All right, here we go. Jesus gave the name the Sons of Thunder to which brothers? That's going to be James and John. That is correct, sir. That's right. This is the Bonergies. It makes me feel so good when I get that right. (laughs) That's a great job. The Sons of Thunder. And people don't realize that was not that was not a compliment. That came after he said she would bring fire down. It's like, okay. All right. All right, Sons of Thunder. Okay. All right. Be quiet. Yeah. The the only reason I know that is because I saw a little clip on the the series The Chosen. I saw a little clip in there of that and i thought it was very entertaining and that's how i that's why i knew that excellent so, excellent um, it was pretty good hey listen the eyes of the lord are searching to and from all over the earth seeking somebody who wholeheartedly serve him so he can show himself strong on their behalf i'm wholeheartedly serving the lord with everything i got today man everything i got every day i just wanted to share that with you brother Amen, brother. That that just that's a blessing for people to hear and to be encouraged to do. So that's an excellent job. Yeah. So no matter how your day is going today, if you're wholeheartedly serving him, he will show himself strong on your behalf. Amen. Amen. Pre- preach it, brother. And, and, hey, I wanted to tell you, I was going to call for the last trivia, but I was thinking, I think he's got that backwards. I did. <laughs> hey, I said, does he or not? And I thought, well, I can't look it up because I'm driving. So I said, I'll just let somebody else do this. You know, you know what's so sad about that, though, in its own way, is it really was a pretty good hint if I had said the right question. <laughs> it's like, wow. That was a fantastic hint. Fantastic. All right. Hey, listen, David, I love you, brother. God bless you. And you just you keep on preaching, man. Keep on going. I'm learning so much from this ministry. Uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Appreciate your grace. All right. Hey, y'all have a good one. All right. God bless. All right. Fresh breath of air right there. That's what I should have you guys call in. And when I'm having a hard time, you just guys talk. <laughs> I couldn't even say that right. You guys just didn't talk. You know what we're going to do? We're going to break right here. So you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? 
Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of Sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And this is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Sometimes all. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're actually, the next teaching that we're going to do fits perfectly with how the show has gone. Isn't that weird? It's almost like, no way. No, wait, wait till we get there. Wait till we get there. Uh, we do have trivia, so we want to make sure to take care of the trivia. Uh, here is the trivia question. What are the names? Now, this is a tricky way to ask the question. What are the names of Laban's two daughters? See how we're asking that question? See how we're, see what we're doing there? What are the names of Laban's two daughters? 
right? right? Now, if we get that wrong, why don't we look that up ahead of time? Everybody, look it up. Make sure before you answer, <laughs> look it up in Scripture. I only have this little book in front of me, and my time is limited. You have to help me. Uh, if you think you know the answer, <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Uh, call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. It is here that we often send you to the website. We do so on purpose because there's a couple of reasons why, to be really honest. First of all, I really want to encourage you to get brochures, not because we want you to force you to do anything. It's just that I've, I've even myself, I've come across a couple things where somebody's like, well, what's the show about? It's like, it's so much easier to go, here, <laughs> here, take this. This will tell you. I mean, this, I must confess, it's so much easier than trying to list all those things or any of that stuff. And then, then too, it's obviously uh, an opportunity to give to the ministry we want. But then also, you got podcasts and you've got audio and video encouragements. Check it out. There's it's good stuff in there. I mean, I, I think it's uh, it's worth the perusal, if that's a word we can use. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Yeah, that, that's how that first trivia question went. <laughs> that's a good one. See? See? I can do this all day long. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stop Somebody's calling in to answer uh, the trivia question that I am hoping we even got right when we asked it. Okay, send them on through. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's Samson. Hey, Samson. How are you, my brother? I'm doing okay. Okay. You got a tougher time? I'm sorry? Are you having? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just... Just maintaining? Uh, blessed by God's faithfulness and uh, I'm going to keep trusting his faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, that's that the hardest part of and the but the best part of faith is when you have nothing and all you can do is say yes, Lord. Yes. That's the best. All right. What are the names of Laban's two daughters? I'm going to give you the uh, Sunday school children answer is, is Jesus. No, their name. <laughs> well, actually, the Laban's, Laban's two daughters' names are Leah, the lazy eyes, and Rachel, the beautiful one. That is correct, sir! Yeah, at least we got that one right. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Let me, I do, I do want to say something, and I'll let you comment on it. I've always thought that that was not the best compliment for Leah. To say she has beautiful eyes, like what? What are you trying to say? I mean, it's like is that is that an indirect way of saying she had a nice personality? I say I can't figure that out. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just kind of like yeah. uh, I don't know what was the reason that God emphasized to put that uh, <laughs> yeah. in the writing. So I have no idea. <laughs> it's one of those mysteries. Uh, can we pray for you? Just need encouragement, refreshment, because we need to pray for everybody to be refreshed anyway. And I got you yes, on the line. Let's yes. do it. Let's do it. Yes. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother Samson and every person that can hear my voice. And we pray for refreshing from the power and the presence 
that come from you. Instead of the world doing whatever it does to you know, lift people up, we're asking that the divine power that comes from your throne will pour into people's minds and hearts and will strengthen them and lift them. When you breathe, Lord, into something, it has life. Breathe into your children so they might have the revitalization they need and the encouragement and the resurgence of, of strength and, and power and the ability to move forward and stand in faith. We pray for everybody who's listening. Pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. Hey, could you also pray that uh, our water become a gasoline so we could use for our cars? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get a little more faith. I had the. Be- I heard the best line the other day. A while back. You ready for this? He said, "You know what happens yeah. if we can separate the salt from the water in the ocean?" And the person was like, "What?" And he goes, "Lots of salt." <laughs> <laughs> like okay gotta go that's good good oh, job oh brother goodness. all right god bless you bro god bless you too thank you for prayers uh-huh. and encouragement you got it oh, okay bye-bye bye-bye all right uh we got to do our dna which we have to do and we're doing that and then we'll do our history on the backside if that's okay so let's do our dna and you need to remember that that as simple as it is it's superbly important for us to function in this way on a regular basis d stands for draw closer to the lord daily daily as in like you just cannot change that it's just People are, you know, I was talking to my daughter about it, and, and we were talking about living day by day. And I said, well, you know, if you look at the prayer that Jesus offered, he said, you know, give us this day our daily bread. It's like, that's how it's got to be. That's how he wants it to be. Draw closer to the Lord daily. D, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. The world will try to shame you. Do not let the world shame you. Stand firm in your understanding that Jesus' words are truth. And A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that other people, not just your circumstance, but other people's circumstance, that matters too, okay? Now, we'll take a little extra time because this next teaching, believe it or not, you could be like, really? Watch this. This is, the, this is what I have for the next teaching. I'm going to teach right here. It says... Uh, in 2 Kings 18 through 2 through 4. So I want to just make sure you see it. See, it's right there. Okay. Uh, this is referring to Israel, uh, the nation of Israel and the kings and everybody making the right decisions. He was 25 years old when he became king. He reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abi, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the Lord's sight. Just as his ancestor David had done, he removed the high places and shattered the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah poles. He broke into pieces the bronze snake that Moses made for the Israelites, burned incense to it up to that time, and he called it Neshutan. Uh, this is in reference to Hezekiah, and this is what you want, I want you to get, the bronze snake. The first time you get it. see the bronze snake was there when the children of Israel got bit. Uh, they, they they made a bronze snake, and if they would look on the snake, they would get healed from their from their uh, infliction of punishment for sin. So what is it that Israel did with the bronze snake once all that stuff was done and they kind of moved on down the moved on down the road? 
Instead of recognizing that the bronze snake was simply a tool or a vessel to be, you know, something appreciated that God used to bring about healing, and that's what it is, we're going to reference it right here in Numbers 21, 8 through 9. The Lord said to Moses, make a snake and mount it on a pole. When anyone who is bitten looks at it, he will recover. So Moses made a bronze snake and mounted it on a pole. Whenever someone was bitten, they'd look at the bronze snake and he recovered, okay? Which is a foreshadow of Christ, okay? Just so you know. Not the snake part, but the looking at it and the faith and healing and so on and so forth. Which, by the way, that's why there's a snake on the medical stuff, just so you can know. Okay, but what happened? The people began to worship the snake. <laughs> See, this is the part. They began to burn incense to the snake. It became a snare. Israel was fantastic at this. They were legendary, brilliant lights out for this. They would have something that God would use, and then they would make that their object of worship, or that they'd make that their object of attention, or they'd make that their focus. And that's the problem. The problem is it's never the vessels. It's never the person, the place, or the thing. None of that. It's never. I'm, I'm super happy that our show is a blessing. Believe me. I mean, it's a blessing for me, too. But this is not – this got nothing to do with the blessing person. It's nothing to do with me, you, our brilliance, or anything. It's because of God. And he does what he wants to do, and he does it his way. And sometimes it goes smashingly well, and sometimes it goes smashingly not well. That's how it is. And the vessel that God uses to bring about things in your life, it's cool, but it's not to be worshipped or incensed to. And I'm not making reference to this show. I'm talking about people that listen to other pastors, other churches, other ministries, people that have other spiritual people in your life. That's fantastic that they're there. That's great. It's awesome. None of them are God. And that's the key component. And Paul takes quite a bit of time in Scripture explaining, look, you know, you got, I'm this way, Apollos is this way, we're really cool people, we're doing the best we can, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome, but neither him who plants nor him who waters is any. it's only him who gives the growth that counts. It's like, that's the ticket. Every good gift you have ever received, not just some kind of actual gift, but spiritual gifts, spiritual moments, spiritual any of that, that comes from God. And every time people get real uppity, because that happens. So I'm going to just say that. It does. You just remind them that God used a donkey to rebuke a prophet. That's all you've got to do. People are like, well, he's a bad prophet. He's a prophet nonetheless. Bad or good, God used a donkey. It's like, Wow. That means that God will do what he wants, when he wants, how he wants. And you know what he won't do? Ask our permission. I love being a vessel that that is used by the Lord. But I'm an idiot. Unless, I mean, and I'm saying that. Don't, don't kid yourself. You people are fantastic. But we're all sinners. And apart from Christ, we're all going to hell. And we deserve ten times more than that. So don't ever get so focused on the vessel. Don't ever get so focused on the tool. Don't ever get so focused on what's being used. Just focus on who's bringing it about. That is what we're commanded to do. And when we lose sight of that, then we lose it. Uh, you know what? Lost enough. That's enough. Let's, let's use a little wisdom in that. Okay? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Do you think it's been, organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders? Well, it, oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a penetrating question. The answer is very simple. If used correctly to add value to people and serve others, it's a good thing. If used incorrectly, it's not a good thing. And, uh, you know, when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership, I teach them often that it rises, but it also falls. And, and nothing is better than for people to have a good leader, and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader. And the, to me, what, what makes servant leadership work is this. Most leaders put themselves first before their people. And so it is a me uh, motivation as far as leading what's in it for me. Uh, I, I travel internationally with my uh, company, Equip, and, and uh, in fact, I'll, I'll leave Sunday for Guatemala. In fact, I'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of Guatemala. And when I'm, when I'm with these leaders alone, David, alone, I mean, no, no handlers, no media, nothing, but just alone, the question I ask them, which is, I think, the true servant leadership question is, Will the people be at, better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there? Wow. And, and I think that's – and when the answer is yes, you have been a good leader, it has been a good thing. Organizational leadership, good thing. When the answer is no, bad leader, bad thing. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here's our last trivia question, your last opportunity to get in on the trivia answers. Where did Noah and his family come to rest in the ark? What mount was that? that Noah and his family came to rest 
in the arc. If you think you know, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. And then you can send an email, david at org. We are going to be doing, we got one more lesson, and then we're going to be doing history. Uh, so we are have not completely lost everything yet. So, so. Anyway, uh, do you want to answer the trivia or do you want to do history first? We should answer the trivia first. Answer the trivia. Let's answer the trivia first. So somebody's ready to answer the trivia. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Talking to Sister Sally, the one that had a stroke. How are you? I'm doing better. Uh, now, I, got, I got a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a cold? Mouth, you'll have to forgive her. Oh, that's okay. Listen, I can't even get it straight when it comes to trivia questions, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm having I'm having a trivia breakdown, so I'm, I'm counting on you to pull me through. Here you go. Where did Noah and his family come to rest on the ark? What mount was that? Mountain Ararat. That is correct, ma'am. You are right. Excellent job. Very, very good. See, you didn't have to strain too much to say it, so you did a great job. Can I give you a little testimony? Sure, absolutely. Well, when I had the stroke back in in December, uh, the good Lord left me with a hitch in my get-along, but I get my work done. But I I, I got my brain. He left my brain alone. So my left side has still got a hitch in my get-along, but... I, I get along. And and you want to let everybody know you're doing all right then? I'm doing better every day. I get my work done, and and I'm getting better every day. Amen. That's an awesome testimony. Thank so you. Just keep me in your prayers, and I'll send you another letter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. have a computer or none of that stuff. Yep, yep, yep. I remember now. Yep, yep. And you know what? I will keep praying for you. And the audience will keep praying for you. The Lord will just keep strengthening you. Well, I know that joke I told you was a long one, but it was was clean. <laughs> it was clean, exactly. Good job. Excellent. Excellent. And thank you for sharing that. That was wonderful. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right. All right. God bless you. All right. There we go. See? See, the audience helps recover the show. That's really what it is. Believe me, it ain't the host. Uh, history. Let's do uh, history. Let's go living in the past. Let's go living in the past. All right, before anybody has a really hard time, eight months ago today was David Spoon's second surgery on his leg. I just thought I'd start off the history by reminding everybody that I'm going to use that as an excuse for, I don't know, five years, 10 years, whatever I can pull on that. Uh, today is National Seashell Day. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring in Texas than it did like in San Diego. I mean, I'm just going to be honest about that, right? I mean, yeah. that, I mean, that just sounds like, okay, all right. Uh, but it is also National Peaches and Cream Day, so okay, that's that's not bad. As long as we're not talking about the music part of it, it's fine. Uh, now, World Giraffe Day, leave that alone. And then Go Skateboarding Day. We used to do skateboarding, but that was back before they ever had something called a skateboard park. I don't know what skateboard park. What was a park? We used to use streets, right? 
Yeah, you got hoodlums skateboarding all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what? If you uh, if you wore a helmet back then, it didn't go well for you. I mean, I'm just saying that's back then you didn't do that. It's also National Selfie Day. I think this is the most uh, narcissistic thing that has ever existed. Ever is the selfie. First of all, it's selfie, so that's narcissistic by itself. Second of all, people have died taking selfies. It's like really, yeah. I'm going to take a selfie next to this lion. Uh, that. That doesn't seem right. Okay. Uh, the only other thing to tell you about today, uh, 1879 Woolworths opened its second store named Woolworths Great Five Cent Store. Have you ever been? Probably never been in a Woolworth, have you? I've heard of Woolworths. Okay, don't talk to me. And then also, <laughs> 1967, the computer mouse patented filed by Douglas Engelbert for the first computer mouse. It wasn't awarded until 1970, but it was uh, originally uh, filed on this day in 1967. Okay. All right. The mouse. Does anybody know why it's a mouse? Why do you call it a mouse? I mean, what? what's... what's? Because it squeaks? <laughs> I'm going to go finish with my teaching now because I just don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, okay. Now, this is an encouragement for you guys and myself not to get... Um, not to allow the world to influence. Is that a fair way? That's a fair way to say it. Second Kings 18.22. This is the person that was uh, attacking, who was speaking uh, for uh, an opposing army that was coming against Hezekiah. And so this is what this person said. He said, suppose you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God. Well, isn't he the one whose high places and altars Hezekiah has removed, saying to Judah and to Jerusalem, you must worship at this altar in Jerusalem? Let me just set the context without getting too far into this. This is somebody who doesn't have any kind of connection to Jehovah God, who's telling people who do what Jehovah God is doing. This is the world. Oh, I know. This is in context. It's uh, the warfare against Hezekiah. But this is the world. The world says, didn't your God say this? Isn't this supposed to be what it is? Isn't he like this? This is exactly what the world, the government, the secular progressives, the LBGTQRSD, USV, WABC, whatever community, and the Bible here, they don't know the Lord or what he wants, but they always tell Christians what it is. Well, as a Christian, you should do this. How would you know if you're not one? Well, it wasn't your God who said this. It's like, that. see that little sneaky thing? That's a tactic. That's what we call a tactic. And what it is is they try to use bits and pieces of things that God has said against the people of God. Let me explain to you why we're passionate about the Bible. Even uh, good, bad, or indifferent uh, in regards to how that pans out. We need to know what God says. We need to know what it is he's communicated so that when somebody does say something that's phony and erroneous, we can go, that's not right. You don't have to know every lie. You just have to know the truth to know when it is a lie. You don't have to know every counterfeit bill. You just need to know what the real one looks like. That helps you spot a counterfeit. And what happens is the world and different groups will try and tell you what the what it is that the Lord God is communicating, and they don't have any relationship with the Lord. 
The Lord has made it clear what he wants you to know. Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. Dear human race, love God. I mean, it's like, that's what, know that. Understand that. And then when the world throws something at you that's a lie, you'll be able to go, nah, that's not how that works. No, that's not. It's the same thing when people go, I'm just going to spin my brains out and then repent at the very end. It's like, yeah, well, Hebrews says you can't do that. Sorry. It's like, those are the kind of things to know the truth and to know what it is you believe and to know why you believe it and know what the book has to say. You don't let other people tell you what God is like, especially people who have no relationship with God. Know it yourself. He's given you the tools. Use them. And that way, the truth will be in you and the truth will keep you free. That's what you want, okay? All right. Okay. Can't wait for this drive home. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Just as I am, you reach down and see you. Just my freedom at the cost of the views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.